This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Misfits and siblings, welcome to this week's episode of the PTB Weekend Special. I am Scott Criscola, joined as always by the doctor, Dr. G, Georgia Blino. Hello. And the pleasure is all yours. What is misfits and siblings? Misfits and siblings. Misfits and siblings. We are the PTB family, so I have siblings. You're all siblings. Old, new, older, younger siblings. So it's not like from a movie or something, it's just something you made up. Nope, something I made up. Sounds great, right? The fact that you think it came from a movie is a compliment. Um, Doctor, hello, and hello to all of you. It's fucking cold up here in the Northeast, so suck it, winter. Um, So, uh, this is your new home for everything NWA and TNA. Not together, because this is in 2002. But uh, TNA, of course, is in a new era with an old era. But crowds are hot. And we're going to talk about the first Impact episode out of the new era, which is this past Thursday, which you can watch on both YouTube if you have the $1 a month Insider subscription, or you can watch it on TNA+. And it was the first episode. They did the, I think it was called Snake Eyes, which was the TV tapings the uh, last Sunday, the day after the Hard to Kill pay-per-view. Um, next week, they've got a banger main event coming up uh, with one of the biggest free agents in wrestling right now. Next, this coming Thursday. But this past Thursday was the first episode. We're going to talk about that. The other news that uh, has come out of the NWA is um, Power is officially done on YouTube. Starting on February 6th, when they when we officially watch, probably they'll probably break down Paranoid into probably two episodes, I would assume. You can only watch Power... On the CW app. So keep that in mind, everyone. Power will no longer be on YouTube. It's so weird, though. Billy was like, oh, I'm going to make these big announcements. And then everything kind of got leaked. That it wasn't with the actual CW right. the network itself. And I don't even know if there was anything ever there, to be honest with you. I don't think it was because what happened on the pay-per-view. I'm, I'm you know. I, no, I think that was all just a bunch of. I think stuff. I think I, to be honest with you, <laughs> I think uh, I, I don't think they should get too full of themselves that like that many people watched it to even make that much of a difference. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah, I can't even disagree with you on that. So <laughs> That's true. Um, I just think things got leaked out because they everybody hears the CW, but he did say a top twenty network. So right, kind of, yeah, yeah. It, the network itself is a top twenty, but it's yeah, not. But you're not on it. You're on. You're on the app, but um, you know, you're not going to be NXT, which is where, which will be on the main CW starting at some point next this coming year. So, and I think what was it? I, I saw something that Joe Galley posted on his Facebook page. I guess he misspoke in stating the NWA's as yet named an unscripted show. I guess it's the that that show that Billy was doing the Oh Billy's wedding that nobody gives a fuck yeah, about. Yeah. Would air on the CW Network's broadcast channel rather that the same unscripted effort will soon premiere on the CW streaming platform, which notably will also exclusively host 
future episodes of NWA Power starting right. on February 6th. The CW app is free for download and requires no cable provider for access to their great library of shows. So I guess he yep. misspoke and he had to put it out there. I think they should fire him. Um, they can't because no one else will want the job. Or maybe I want the job. Or maybe you'll want the job. Um, yeah, so that's that's a f- so the next few weeks we won't be doing talking much NWA because they're they're gonna kind of reboot um, on February sixth on so that what's that uh, the next what two weeks so the next two weeks there will not be uh, power so uh, starting February sixth on the CW app we will uh, we'll start breaking down what happened at their paranoid show. Because that's what in, down in Fort Lauderdale. Because that's what they'll that's what we'll watch on the app. Um, and then I think CW might maybe they'll live stream like uh, Hot Times Four, which I think is March third or March ninth, something like that. I got to confirm the date on that. I think it's March. I'll look it up. Ninth, ninth or tenth, something like that. Um, it is March second, twenty twenty. March second, okay. PM. Yep, and it's not, it's a, it, they say it's a CW production, but I'm wondering if it's going to be a live stream show, or a uh, or like Paranoid, and then they'll air the thing in its entirety on the app, maybe that following Tuesday or something. I don't know. We'll figure that out as time over the next few weeks. So we're not going to talk much. So we're not going to talk any NWA between for the next few weeks because there's really nothing to talk about. What we are going to talk about though is Red Hot TNA. You and I watched Hard to Kill, the pay-per-view, which I thought was incredibly entertaining. And um, if you want to watch it uh, and you bought it or you have that world champion subscription or whatever, you could watch it now. For those that that only have the $9.99 a month and you didn't buy it, uh, I think it's 30 days. So you could probably watch – let's see, it was last week. So you could probably watch it by February – 11th or something probably um it'll probably be on the i think it's 30 days after it after it happens that it drops on the on the app so so if you didn't buy it um i think like february probably like february 11th or 12th uh, i think it'll drop on the on the tna plus app and then the next day last sunday the 14th they did what was called snake eyes which was the first impact tapings at the palms in um in uh vegas and the crowd was still pretty hot doctor um there was some incredible matches and uh we had some vignettes and uh we had the the big the first interview segment or the first i guess the introduction of nick nemeth to the crowd so there were five matches the first match was a six-way with a ton of the (laughs) this was a weird match though five guys that are in essence x division size Elio Del Vikingo, who's a stud in Mexico. Kushida, we know him. Laredo Kid, Mike Bailey, Speedball. And Trey Miguel. And then Jake Something, who kind of looks like Rick Boogs. Um, you know, about the same bigger guy. And he won the match in 534. Uh, it was a good match, but I was kind of surprised that the biggest guy beat up the five little guys. I don't know, it was kind of weird. But um, uh, solid match, though. And, and again, I think it... Uh, it uh, um, Exposed maybe a new audience that's just getting back into TNA, that the X Division is still solid, of course. Uh, well, and I think you're going to see a lot of matches like that, too, where you have multiple to, to get, to get you know, uh, wrestlers on the actual 
card, you know, correct. Uh, you know, with limited TV time. That's the thing is, is a lot of these companies have so much, they have such big rosters, they don't have enough airtime to give all of them. Right. Yeah, it's true. Um, and TNA, I think they are going to do Explosion. So they may end up doing two. I have a feeling they're going to do two shows again. I think Explosion is going to come back. You see they're uh, like, going to like, the uh, the 2300 Arena in Philly? Uh, yeah, March 22nd. March 22nd. 22nd. Yeah. Um, but they are doing tapings in Orlando um, in a couple weeks. So um, next up, uh, Zaya Brookside or Zia. I think it's Zaya Brookside. I might be wrong on that. Uh, she came from NXT. She defeated Tasha Steeles in 507, one of our NWA alums, Doctor. Um, we had a vignette of Ash by Elegance. Of course, she is the former Dana Brooke in WWE. And they need her because they're losing, obviously, they've already lost Deanna Perrazzo and they're about to lose Naomi, uh, Trinity. So they uh, they need to, you know, kind of rebuff the uh, knockouts division. Um. We had a great tag match at 10:21. The Grizzled Young Vets, love those guys, James Drake and Zach Gibson, beat Eric Young and Frankie K. And then Frankie Kazarian with a big heel turn. He was pissed off, and uh, Eric Young ate the pin, and Frankie Kazarian beat the shit out of him. So I have a feeling Frankie is going to uh, be a future world champion in 2024. I have a feeling that's a guy who's a he's a TNA lifer. He's bounced around, but he's a TNA guy. And I think kind of like they did with Alex Shelley, I think he's going to be a guy that gets rewarded with a world title run at some point in 2024. That's just my take. I can see it. Yeah. So he turned heel and beat the shit out of Eric Young after uh, they lost to the Grizzled Young Vets. We got a promo backstage, an interview with our new Knockouts world champion, Jordan Grace, who said, great match. And, you know, I love Trinity, uh, but I uh, I will defend this proudly and then trinity comes out looking pretty hot to be honest i love trinity um and she's uh she is uh executing her rematch clause so this coming thursday on impact uh trinity will get her rematch with jordan grace for the knockouts world title which she will likely lose because she's leaving soon so um but that'll still be fun because trinity's awesome i'll talk about her in a minute uh then we had uh jai uh jai vidal came out I started making fun of the crowd and ripping Vegas and everything. And he wanted, I want to challenge somebody that can beat me. And then out came our old good old friend, PCO. They have mm-hmm. the whole storyline, you know, the whole entrance with him, all like on the Frankenstein, you know, table and all that shit. And he beat Jai Vidal in 122. The guy could still do a, he's almost 60. And the fucking guy could still do a, a frog splat or a river, you know, a, what do you call it? A splat, you know, a, whatever it is, a flip off the top rope. I can't remember the name of it, but, um, he could still do it. Pretty great. Um, I like PCO, but I thought he was going to retire. I th- well, maybe he was just leaving Ring of Honor. Anyway, um, then we had – this might have been before. It was before. My bad. So before the PCO match, out came uh, Mr. Nick Nemeth, uh, and uh, he's a babyface. Um, obviously, he, he made his debut at Hard to Kill when he got in uh, the new TNA world champion Moose's face. At the end of the pay-per-view. Cuts a promo. Says, you know, I'm um, I'm here as Nick Nemeth. Um, I've accomplished everything I can so far. Uh, 
I want to be TNA world champion. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I, I made a point to let Moose know that. However, I am not going to be one of those guys who walks in, signs a big deal, and just cuts in line for a title shot. I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up, get, you know, earn myself a world title shot. I'm not going to sit here and just walk in because I'm the man and cut it, cut in line. Uh, out came Mrs. Mr. Perrazzo. Ha ha ha. No, out came uh, Steve Macklin, who said, uh, who, who said that, you know, I think you're a fraud. I think you're a phony. I think you do want to cut in line. You're sitting here glad handing everybody. Typical heel promo to kind of get, you know, some heat. And uh, they slapped each other. Macklin tried to throw a punch and and uh, uh, Nick Nemeth hit. Well, well, I guess it's the zigzag. I don't know what the new. I don't remember. Zigzag. What, uh, I don't remember what Tom. Um, uh, what Tom Hannafin said. I forgot what they called it. But it's the uh, it's a zigzag. But I don't remember what like his, you can't call it a zigzag. Although he did say, uh, uh, <laughs> Macklin goes, they're not going to say how great was Nick Nemeth. They're going to say whatever happened to Dolph Ziggler. And the crowd got a, <laughs> the crowd did a little pop. That was pretty funny. Um, so that'll be, that'll be Nick, uh, Nick Nemeth's first feud. And I think him and Macklin will probably wrestle at, uh, at no surrender. Then came the main event, the highly anticipated rematch from, uh, final resolution, I think it was, or was it turning point? No, I think it was final resolution in December between Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay. Uh, of course, Will Ospreay will be debuting for, um, uh, will be debuting for, uh, um, T, uh, AEW at some point, you, you know, that, that deal's done. Um, uh, and they had, uh, wow. Watch it folks. Um, I think it's on their YouTube channel. Did you, uh, did you, I see Os, I, I like the Osprey hitting the, uh, tiger driver on. Yeah. Josh on the fucking table. Oof. Holy shit. It's crazy. 2355. Josh Alexander got the win back. And then Scott Demore came out and I like Scott, but he's starting to come out too much and, uh, and cut some promo. There wasn't bad. It was kind of like one of those, you know, TNA returns and all that. And he, and he put over Josh Alexander and then we went off the air. Must be something with um, that name Scott. Yeah, too much airtime. Just wants to keep sucking the, the fucking life out of the room. I don't know. What a bunch of dickheads. Um, never trust anybody named Scott. That's why my that's why my name's Bob. Um, so <laughs> what? So um, uh, great match again. Uh, it is on the TNA YouTube channel, segregated from the uh regular. You don't have to have the the insider thing. The the, the match in its entirety is on the regular TNA YouTube channel. So feel free to watch just the match. If you want, if you want to watch the, the full episode again, if you have access TV, cool DVR to watch it live. Number two, if you have TNA plus should be there. And number three, like me, although I may get rid of it now that I have TNA plus, um, I think it's a dollar a month is the ultimate insider, uh, subscription on the YouTube channel. And you can get that you, they, they, they uh, live stream, the episode as it's as it's airing on Access TV, and then obviously it's there in the arc, you know, on the YouTube channel that you can watch anytime. I actually ended up watching it Friday night. Um, great show, and they got all the colors back. You know, the impact, the old school impact font from like the you know 2005, 2006 when it first started. A lot of red and yellow. No six sided ring. It's a regular ring. Um, I was I was impressed, and I think if they keep the momentum going. And get hot crowds and really book right. This could be a very special year for TNA, Doctor. And I think, 
I think they 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 are. I I will say this. I think they're accepting of the fact that they are number three. They are the definite number three. That's what I was going to. Better so. than Ring of. They're better than. They're better than NWA. They're in a better position than NWA. They're in oh, a better right. position than Ring of Honor, which Ring of Honor doesn't count because it's Tony Khan's little play toy. Um, but TNA will never catch up to WWE or AEW. Well, maybe they'll catch up to AEW. I doubt it though. But they'll definitely never catch. No one's ever going to catch up to WWE. But you know what? They're staying in their own lane. They're not worrying about what the other two companies are doing, and they're just doing their own thing. And that's what it should be. And that's really what AEW was doing in the beginning. But then, you know, it becomes into like, oh, you know, who, I want to challenge. You know, now I want to be number one, which is going to take not many gonna. years for anybody to ever bump. It's now, now that they have that machine even behind them even more, the Endeavor machine, yeah. forget it. It's not going to yeah. happen. Nope. Because WWE is not ju- it's just a wrestling company. Right, they're an entertainment company. I yeah. mean, which is what Vince wanted. So, yeah. Um, but I think they're going to be fine. You know, their only issue is is they they'll never have the capital to lure a big star. Unfortunately, it's never going to happen. It's a shame, but it's never going to happen. Um, Trinity is probably the greatest example of how TNA could benefit somebody who's disgruntled she left with sasha banks i guess it was last year 20 or the year before 2022 pissed off and they both did like i feel like kind of like when barry windham and mike rotundo left in, in 1985 one did the right thing and maybe one did the wrong thing sasha banks was a little mouthy and went out pissed off naomi kind of left with her but didn't really say much and and, she, you know, Sasha went off, became Mercedes Monet and did her thing. Naomi went to, t- did not follow her, went to TNA because she's a slightly bigger fish in that pond, became Trinity, and um, and she had an amazing, what, 10-month run or almost a one-year run, became the uh, Knockouts champion, had great matches, and then put over the current top dog in the Knockouts division, Jordan Grace, with Deanna Perrazzo gone. Jordan Grace is it. But you've got a good cachet of knockouts. You got Trinity for the time being. You have Giselle Shaw. You have Alicia Edwards. You have Tasha Steeles. You have now Zaya Brookside. You now have, you know, uh, Ash by Elegance, uh, which is, of course, Dana Brooke. Uh, you know, you've got a good group of knockouts there at the top. And uh, they, could, they could get more. Um, um, as much as I think she belongs there, I don't think Camille is going to TNA. From what I hear now, even though she went to she was she was backstage at Dynamite Wednesday, but I think she was visiting people. She's probably going to go to WWE. Um, she may go to TNA. Uh, TNA. She may go to NXT only because you don't want to have Camille and Jade Cargill up there at the same time. Jade Cargill was there first, so I think they should, I think they'll let her kind of go to the main roster, do her thing, and let Camille go down to to NXT and kind of you know yeah. sew her a little bit and and get kind of freshened up with the way they do things and then we'll see Camille on the main roster down the line um but TNA's knockouts division is great but Trinity is a perfect example of how you go to TNA you're a slightly big fish in a decent sized pond and you go out there and you and you just make your bones and now look at her now she's going to go back with open arms to back to WWE and unlike Sasha Banks, who went back and said, I want to get paid. I want to be the highest. You want me back. I want to be high, paid higher than anybody else. And WWE said, no, I'm not rewarding disloyalty. Trinity's going to come back and go, I 
you know, pay me what you think I deserve, what my market. I'm sure Triple H said you'll you'll be taken care of, and of course her hubby's there, so I think she'll be fine. She'll obviously go back to being Naomi. Although I did, I do like Trinity as a name. Um, that's what TNA is good at. Unfortunately, unless you're a lifer <clears throat> like an Eric Young or a Frankie K or somebody like that, TNA will always be kind of like a glorified Triple A. That sucks, but. Although a guy like, but then you have a guy like Nick Nemeth, who probably will never go back to WWE, I, I don't think. I think he's done enough there. I think he could be like one of those guys who could really thrive in TNA for five, six, seven years. Just my opinion. What do you think? Well, I think yeah, he was there for a long time. I think he's done what he could do. What else really is he going to accomplish? If he wrestles another two, two, three years in TNA, is he going to want to wrestle, you know, you know, what is he, late 30s now? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, he's been there since 2008, so. I mean, I think, I really, um, I think he's one of those, he, he, let's put it this way. He has a star name. He He was a star in WWE. Was he a top star? Not in recent years, but he was always... <clears throat> Always used in a lot of great feuds or, you know, um, listen, the guy hung around that all that those many years. And, you know, he's very good in the ring. Um, that's that's a big signing for them because it, 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 it freshes him up. You know, like sometimes you get a little stale in the other company you're with. I, you know, yeah, I guess you could say in terms of. In terms of because the size of the company, maybe you could say AAA, but I think TNA puts just as good of shows as the other two. To be honest with you, in terms of in terms of the pure wrestling, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, no, I think so. I think um, I think unfortunately TNA is going to probably grow a lot of stars. You know, people will get their feet wet, and they yes, they're going to go on to the to the bigger money you know, use them as a springboard. But listen, if it can make TNA some money to get them started, I mean, look at what you know, we were watching the other night, the retrospective. Look at look at uh, Eli Drake, uh, now uh, known as L.A. Knight. I mean, where was he a few years ago? N.W.A. Yep. Yeah. We think he was so drunk. He, that was funny. So he got noticed. Somebody, yeah, that, that, that night, if he was acting like he was drunk, he did a very good job acting. Wow. Watching 2019 Power. What a fucking difference. What a fucking difference. Power before the pandemic was so much better. (laughs) It's a little better now, but remember they used to have that like big bank of like bleacher seats and they filled it. I mean, they used to get a few hundred people and that place used to get pretty loud. It did get very loud. I liked the whole interview set when that Marquez was there and they, um, I don't know. It just, it had that old, the, the original, you know, studio show from, you know, TBS in the mid eighties, you know, with, um, yeah, with, you know, Georgia championship or, or, you know, slash Saturday night. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't know. It lost some that. I don't know. Was Dave Lagana a big part of it? Was it just, they, they changed, but that to me is what made me get into NWA because it was so different. It was different. It was something old, with a little, what I always said, it was always with a little new school spin to it. And that's right. what I liked about it. I mean, you you and I, we raved for two years about that. And then 
Here we are now. I mean, it definitely has got this past season was definitely better than the previous season, but um, I don't. I when I was watching some of that, I'm like, wow, I really missed this. <laughs> and they weren't even showing any of the all this stuff. No, which was what we really miss. Um, but hey, he's having a blast on SmackDown, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, he he's doing a great job over there, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, so next Thursday, the next episode of Impact, two big matches. Um, as I mentioned, I mentioned one of them. Trinity is uh is executing her rematch, so she will get a shot at Jordan Grace and the Knockouts World Title next Thursday, and a six man tag. The former World Heavyweight Champion, uh, Alex Shelley, his bo- his fo- fellow Motor City Machine Gun, Chris Sabin, and Kazuchika Okada, KO, the other KO, taking on The System. Of course, that's the heel group, the team of um, Eddie Edwards, Brian Myers, and the TNA World Champion, Moose. Uh, Okada, of course, the hottest free agent right now, because his contract expires in... Uh, 11 days, although he will do a few dates for New Japan in February to, you know, finish them out. Um, Ton of speculation where he's going to go. Of course, obviously, everyone says, well, obviously he's going to AEW because why wouldn't you? It's AEW. He's Japanese. He'll do better there. But I've seen a lot of people, and I'm going to sneeze, breaking the fourth wall. Ew! There we go. There you go. I'm allergic to Tony. God bless. I'm a, thank you. I'm allergic to Tony Khan and his all the fucking, you know, his perm. <laughs> no. Um, but I think I've seen a lot of people for the first time, for the first time since the two companies have started, you know, since, for the first time since TNA started, a TNA, for the first time since AEW started, a lot of scuttle on the on social media, Twitter and boards and that kind of stuff. A free a lot of people are saying Okada would be better served in WWE. Um because there's only so many spots that Tony Khan could put on a show. And he's already got a billion people. But Triple H is not fucking stupid. And I think he needs to prove that he could handle a guy a guy like Okada on his roster. And prove that this is not Vince's WWE anymore. You know. And Okada has said, he has said, quote, I want to be, at one point in my career, I want to work at WrestleMania. And, and that's the one thing, Dr. G, that WWE will always have over everybody else. You could have a million new uh, all-ins in, at Wembley. It's not WrestleMania. It never will be WrestleMania. And a guy like Okada, like Will Ospreay, man, he didn't care about WrestleMania. Fine. He went to AEW. He likes the he likes the schedule better. All right, cool. I'm sure Tony Khan paid him a pretty penny too. Okada at his he's 36. His wife is like a major actress in Japan. I think she's more popular than he is. I think he just wants to kind of check some buck check some bucket list checklist. And I think one of them is being at WrestleMania. And I think he trusts the system in WWE. Now, if he signs with AEW, I won't be surprised. But this is the first time since AEW has started 
that a major free agent from one of the other promotions is not favored to go to AEW. Uh, his English is okay, but then again, Nakamura's English is average, and he's thriving fine. So I don't think the promo cutting thing is a big deal. I think a lot of it's schedule. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I thought he'd go to TNA, but TNA can't pay him, and Okada deserves to be paid. So, but I think eventually, free agents are gonna. Particularly in New Japan, are gonna are, are gonna find are gonna realize. You know what? We got to give WWE a chance. Vince is not there anymore. I'm not gonna be some heel, you know, or as they used to say in, in uh, AWA back in the day, or he evil Orientals, you know, that kind of thing. We got to give du- WWE a chance. We can't just assume Tony Khan's gonna always do better for us than than Triple H will. And I think Okada might be the first one to dip his toe in that water and realize. You know what, guys? For those in New Japan that want to come to the states. WWE is actually not going to be too bad for us. And you know what? They have WrestleMania. So that's my theory. Again, if he goes to AEW, I mean, I'll be fine with it. And, but he might be the first one that goes, you know what? I'm going to give these guys a chance. They seem to always be behind well, the eight ball. That well, every indie great guy or every New Japan guy, or whatever, they have to go to AEW because they'll be treated like shit in WWE. I think Okada will be the first guy that will kind of buck that trend. You have but to always keep WWE in the um, the conversation because you don't know when you're meeting with, you know, now I guess it's Triple H and whoever else. Uh, you know what? Maybe you could sell them on something different, you know, and then they, they may like it. So don't don't count the WWE out and those kind of things. No, I feel like AEW shouldn't always be the favorite just because it's them. I think that. I think that excuse kind of ran dry with Punk. <laughs> I think Punk kind of ruined that. Um, Will Ospreay, I think, likes... He's one of those guys that loves bouncing around indies. So, AEW is better for him. And that's fine. I think he'll thrive in AEW. Good worker. I, I, I don't know a ton of Will Ospreay, but I watched the two matches with Josh Alexander and a couple of other matches. Chad loves him, Chad Campbell. Um, but I think Okada wants to, wants to be on the big stage. I think he wants to be a player. And I think he'll give uh, that's again, this is totally my theory. I think he'll give WWE a chance. I think he'll be the first guy to leave new Japan or one of these other promotions and not just go, well, I'll obviously be better in AEW because Tony Khan knows what he's doing. And triple H is an idiot. No one's, I think Okada's going to give, I, I have a feeling he's going to be like, listen, they got WrestleMania and they know that the fan base will follow me. And that's what they want. More fans, more money. Yep. So, that's just my take. But we'll see what happens. Everyone's like, well, will MJF go there? MJF's lucky he... We'll be lucky if we see MJF again in 2024. His shoulder injury... I mean, they, he had he had to drop the title to Samoa Joe. His, his shoulder's fucked. If he has surgery, he may not come back till 2025. We may not see MJF the whole year. And that would be devastating for AEW. Yeah. Um, obviously, the other big injury news... Uh, Seth Rollins has a torn MCL and a a uh, partially torn meniscus. Um, we'll get more on that this coming Monday on Raw tomorrow night. If you're listening to Sunday tomorrow night on Raw, I think he's going to gut it out through Mania. He'll drop the belt to somebody and then he'll take some time off. I think you're going to see both Roman and Seth gone for a while uh, after Mania. 
which is good because I think we need to open up the main event scene on both shows to freshen shows. them up too. Yeah, make make people make people miss them. Exactly. I I still think I still like my theory that LA Knight's going to hop shows, go to Raw, and end Gunther's run as Intercontinental Champion because I think the place will go batshit. And then Gunther is going to win Money in the Bank in July in Toronto, Toronto, and I think he'll be the next big guy. So that's just my take. But we'll we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, if you want to hear more about Okada and other great musings of free agency, why don't you join uh, myself and the boogie Andrew Reich this past for this past week's episode of Place Me Nation's main event? We had a we talked about Okada and a lot of other uh, news and notes from around pro wrestling. So check that out. Uh, we have a new episode of Through the Looking Glass this past week. New episode of Nation Invasion, Mr. Grooney. Um, so check it out. New stuff this week as well. Um, we have stuff all the time here on the PTB Wrestling Network. The the headliner of the Quadipods, along with the No-So. The PTB Pop Experience, Jenny Position, part of the No-So. Um, and that's it. Not, not a bad episode, pretty quick. Again, not much NWA to talk about for the next couple weeks. So we're pretty much going to go all in on TNA for the next couple weeks. So we'll be back next Saturday where we will um, uh, we will uh, recap this coming Thursday's episode of Impact. Again, Okada and the Motor City Machine Guns against the system in a six-man tag. And then Jordan Grace defends the Knockouts World title against Trinity. Trinity's cashing in her rematch. Um, should be a lot of fun. We'll see the, the continued growing of the Nick Nemeth-Steve uh, Macklin feud. As they get ready for No Surrender, which I think is the 23rd, I think, February 23rd, I think is the next pay-per-view. Um, so, there you go. Doctor, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all yours. No, it's not. You suck. What? Um, no. Have a great week, everybody. Stay warm if you live in the Northeast, because this weather blows ass. And uh, enjoy the Royal Rumble next weekend, the Rumble, next Saturday night down in Tampa at that shithole, the uh, Tropicana Park. Dump. Uh, (laughs) um, A couple of PTB years ago, I'm not sure. Um, And uh, we'll be back uh, with uh, an episode next week. So have a great week, everybody. And we will talk to you next Sunday morning for the next PTB weekend special. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. Ciao.
It's not safe. I just want. 